The following podcast contains subject matter that cannot be named. Discussion includes adult language and metaphors that describe specific facets of an experience and are not intended to be extended. Listener discretion is advised. I'm Bernie McKnight, and it's Podcast 30. This whole thing started because I was looking for something. I wasn't exactly sure what I was looking for, but I had the understanding that as soon as I found it, I would know it. So I became interested in the practices of yoga, both the philosophy and the physical practice. So I got a job at a yoga studio where they offered classes in yoga philosophy and asana and a whole bunch of other practices. And part of the benefits of working at the yoga studio was that I got all of the classes I could take for free. And I explored a whole host of different practices. One of the owners and teachers at the studio would talk about dropping in. And she said that all of the different practices that there were all brought you to the same place. And it didn't matter which one you did because you were always going to the same source when you were doing the practices. And so when you were starting your journey towards that source, it made sense to do practices that you enjoyed because you're going to the same place, you might as well enjoy the journey. And then one day I had an experience with the Reiki practice and I really enjoyed it, and I knew, I knew that I found the practice that I was looking for. So in 2008, I started an apprenticeship in the Reiki practice, and I apprenticed under a team of five teachers, and because I was working at the yoga studio, I was basically in contact with at least one of my teachers every single day, and this was a wonderful environment in which to Um, develop my own Reiki practice because if I ever had a question, someone was always around to answer it. And my questions were usually like, am I doing this right? And is it working? And anytime I had that question, I was immediately reassured that yes, I was, as long as I was doing the practice, I was doing it right. The only way to do a Reiki practice incorrectly is to not practice. And my teachers always also reminded me that the Reiki itself was doing the work. As a practitioner, I was essential. I had to, I had to do my practice for the Reiki to show up. But once it showed up, it knew what to do and it did its job perfectly. Over time, I started to learn how to teach the Reiki practice and The process of becoming a teacher was a little bit more frustrating than just establishing a practice because I was very excited to share my ideas about how to do Reiki, about what was happening and how the Reiki was working. And my teachers, thankfully, were very strict with me and made me stay in line and 
And they each reminded me again and again and again that the practitioner needs to practice and that's it. That the Reiki does all of the work. As soon as the practitioner starts the practice, the Reiki takes over and it does all of the work. And that's the truth. And so after years of being reminded of that in many different ways over and over and over again, that truth about the Reiki practice is ingrained in me. And that's where my understanding of what happens when one drops in is based. Another benefit I gained from my teachers was the chance to get to know their teacher. Every time I encountered her, she gave me exactly what I needed. There were even times when she used words that I'd written in my own journal to describe her experience with the energy. And it helped me to trust that I was on the right path in practicing and with my practice in general. A few years ago, my teacher's teacher passed away. And about a month after her passing, I was sitting and thinking about what I needed for my Reiki practice. And I made the decision that it was time for me to get a Reiki table. And the next day I got a phone call from my teacher asking if I would like her teacher's old table. Again, my teacher's teacher giving me exactly what I needed. Of course, my teachers were giving me what I needed as well, but they had to act more like parents. They were there to rear me, to show me the path, and to reel me back in when I was getting too far off course. Whereas my teacher's teacher was more like a grandparent. She didn't have any responsibility for me. All she had to do was live the practice. And in living the practice, her life took a shape where she couldn't help but share all of the wonderful, exciting benefits that the practice has to offer. Sometime later, I found out more about the shape of my teacher's teacher's life when I learned that she had been a devoted student of A Course in Miracles, which was something that I was beginning to pay attention to. And when I found that out about her, it gave me not only the confidence to continue my studies in it, it reinforced my understanding that if I'm interested in paying attention to something, it's something worth paying attention to. I know that I know the ways that are right for me to drop in. And I know when I'm in the presence of one of my teachers, because my teachers teach that the real teacher is the wisdom within the student themselves. And the trick is to know when it's the wisdom talking and developing the guts to trust it. Thank you for listening. For more, please visit BernieMcKnight.com.